In the words of the legendary Lou Gellerman, hello, dog fans, and welcome to the Sound the Siren podcast, because everything here matters. I'm your host, Hooligan7. I'm joined tonight for a quick pod uh, by J-Cap. J-Cap, how are you doing tonight? What's going on? Doing well. Go dogs. Go dogs. Uh, what, what's uh, what's on the beverage choice for you this evening? Uh, I'm on a Breakside Wanderlust IPA. Nice. I have a uh, Lucky Envelope Raspberry Sour Ale that I'm trying out tonight. Not nice, too bad. nice. Not too bad. Uh, real qu- it probably just going to be a real quick episode. We wanted to, to take the time to, to give a big, big shout out and talk a little bit about Joe Tryon getting picked by the Bucks at the end of round one of the draft. Um, I think from my side, super happy for Joe. Uh, I want, you know, we, we've said it in all of our episodes that we want every, you know, every year that we've got dogs going into the draft, going up to the league, that we want them to find great landing spots, get picked as high as they can and get paid. Um, right. But from a, I, I think it's worth a, worth a special call out um, because Joe is a home, you know, what we what we say on Twitter all, all the time. He's a hometown hero. He's a hometown Husky. And he's also an outstanding example of what the University of Washington football program offers in it is one of the best programs. If, you know, it's in the conference. I said it tonight on Twitter. It's between UW and Utah, and who mm-hmm. develops talents mm-hmm. best. Then there's not a close like those two programs are close. I'd give us maybe a slight edge, um, but it's a long distance back to third. Yeah, third place. Um, you know, Joe. Like I think a Kike just tweeted it. He was the 773rd prospect overall right. as a recruit to. Uh, a, a, a first round pick um, where he will, you know, and it's going to be awesome because it's <laughs> Tampa Bay's certainly starting to collect a, a yeah. crew of dogs. Um, yes, they are. With Vita, with Jadon, with, you know, with Joe. Um, I know I'm missing somebody that was on their practice squad. Uh, Benning. Benning. Yeah, Benning. Yeah, down yeah. on their practice squad. So uh, super happy for Joe. Super happy to see, or, and, you know, from my standpoint, super looking forward to seeing where Levi lands. I think if Levi uh, isn't gone early in round two, I'm going to be, yeah. hell, I'm, I'm already at a point where I'm like, what the hell is <laughs> are these teams doing? But yeah, Jake, take sure. it away. Yeah. I mean, obviously shout out to Joe. Uh, I think that's fucking awesome that he, he got picked. Um, I mean, it just, like you said, shows the development of talent. I mean, when he came here, obviously everyone was stoked that he was a Husky, but I think if you told me when he committed as a mid to low three star at 773rd overall, if he was going to be a first rounder, I mean, I wouldn't believe that. But I mean, here we are. Uh, it just shows how good of a developer. Um, I mean, Pete K is, and, and sad he's at Texas now, but uh, he was instrumental in, in development with Joe and uh, as well as uh, Ikaika Malloy. Um, so, I mean, I'm stoked to have. Ikaika on staff specifically for outside linebackers now. Um, I mean, if you look at, at the guys that we have there at the moment um, with uh, Savelle Smalls and ZTF, RIP to his Achilles, he'll be back next year. Um, Don't rush it. Do what's right for yeah, you, ZTF. Like, right, right, exactly. We want, exactly. again, we want all of our guys to do what's best for them. Like, do I would, would I love to see ZTF help us if we light the world on fire? play five games and help us take us over the top into a, a an NY6 win? Yes, but do I want that to happen at the possible expense of his long-term career? No, I'd rather right. see him come back 100%. for a full season in 22 
and be in a be a top 15 top 10 pick as he's absolutely capable of yeah he definitely could do it um and i mean obviously like you said don't rush it back if it's not something that's <clears throat> i mean if if we're in pac-12 championship and then ny6 bowl type of, of situation maybe yeah come back but i mean don't like you said don't do it at the expense of of your long-term career um and again uh, that outside linebacker room we just know that it's in in really really good hands um with the development that they did with with joe um we should see levi go pretty early tomorrow um and then also elijah molden and keith taylor um I thought Levi had a shot to go tonight, but didn't work out that have. way. He probably yeah, should have. Honestly, I think Joe should have probably gone a little bit earlier, maybe to Baltimore. And then I thought mm-hmm. Levi was a great fit for Tampa. But yeah. uh, they got one of the Huskies, so shout out to them. Um, and, I mean, he's going to a great team, great organization in Tampa. Um, so it's nice when our guys go at the end of the first round so we know that they're going to actually talented teams. I mean, we want them to go as high as they can, but those teams up at the top are usually run pretty terribly. Shout out to the Jets and Zach Wilson. Um. <laughs> I, I said it. I think I said it. I don't remember whether it was in one of the GCs or or uh, or in a tweet tonight. It's like, well, yeah, trade one bust and go find yourself yep. a, another one that's going to bust even bigger. So, J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. Man, these quarterbacks in in the early first round, it's oof. I mean, everyone was ready for for Trey Lance, or I mean, for uh, San Francisco to pick Mac Jones, and they went with Lance. And I mean, mm-hmm. we'll see how that works out. I mean, I, I like him better than Jones for sure. sure. And R.I.P. to uh, Roman Tomashoff and uh, <laughs> Dewey. Uh, what is his at now? He's had so many accounts banned. I don't know what his actual Twitter is. I think it's Death Row Death Row Huff. But shout out to him, um, <laughs> Mac Jones. I mean, have fun with that. Um, and also from our, our pod compatriots, I have a couple of shout outs from our pod GC. Hold on. Let me find him here real quick. Oh, yep. <laughs> Ask for prayers for DP. He's not dead. He just has finals and F Mac home alone with three kids. Got to get up at six to get them breakfast and out the door, man. Prayers to you. Yeah. That shit sounds off. terrible. Yeah, extra strength <laughs> coffee for you, F Mac. <laughs> for sure, for um, sure. Yeah, no, I, I think, and I think for you know, in terms of the, the situation, you know, not only is obviously you know the Bucks the defending now Super Bowl champions, but for an edge rusher, um, not only to have a former college teammate or you know, um, and I don't think there was a there was some overlap with Joe and, and Vita, but not a ton. But right. for an edge rusher to like, oh, I get to play next to Vita, who's going to eat two blocks so i'm very unlikely to see very many double teams like joe's just got to be for like, sure yeah yes, and i mean they they resigned uh indomitian sue too so i mean yeah he's got some some space yeah. movers in the middle yeah that's that's a great situation for him i um i couldn't be happier for him um and like i said like you were saying you know to, to go down like i think you know we want Levi to go early for his own sake, but you know Levi going early tomorrow is going to be another feather in the cap for Akaika, um, who's proven it at the defensive tackle standpoint on what kind of talent developer he is. 
I don't think anything is going to change. Um, right. Like his ability to develop talent, just moving to the outside linebacker position, and particularly with the guys he has between uh, Savvy and Martin. Uh, obviously, we've heard a little this spring that Trice is starting to flash. Bowman yeah, I'm excited for him. Um, I think it's it's all really good things, and I think like the other piece we were talking about a little bit before we started recording was it's just different, not only from the development standpoint, but but the hometown kids. It's just different, right. putting on you know putting on the W and putting on for a team in this town. If you're from here, it just it's a different level of of status. And even if you know your career doesn't pan out, the cash yeah. you have if you if you played for Washington. I mean, one of the guys that I think is gonna uh, is an example of this is. I mean, and obviously it's different because Stanford's education is is obviously elite. But look at Foster Sorrell, mm-hmm. huge recruit, mm-hmm. ended up having some injury history. Um, he's going to do fine for himself. But like, if you take another kid of that stature that maybe doesn't get to a Stanford, coming back to this town after their career, if it doesn't pan out, it's going to be like, okay, well, cool, you're from here, but right. you're going to get kind of shuffled back in the pecking order a little bit relative to you know somebody that you know came up here to co- to go to school from say California or Hawaii but built a right. name playing for UW or or those players that you know made made their name playing for the Seahawks or for the Sounders or you know Pickett's Yeah, name. I mean like look at look at a guy like Trey Adams that went mm-hmm. to UW. I mean he had injury history. He ended up playing here and then and then going to the NFL for a year but he just retired from football, but uh, Trey's always going to have uh, his name. Uh-huh. Yeah, his his name in the community is always going to hold some weight. And mm-hmm. um, whereas a guy like Foster, who was one of the top recruits in the country, um, went elsewhere, had his injury history. I mean, yeah, we'll we'll recognize that he's from here, but it's not nearly the same. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And um, and to me, and and without overly lobbying, it's just you know, there's. There's certainly a very prominent <laughs> player at that position. Right. Like you can have everything that you want and get ready for the league and play where your family doesn't need to get on a plane to come or drive five hours um, right. to see right. you play. You can go across the lake, compete for championships, yeah. go to the league and get paid. Let's go. JTT, come out. <laughs> yeah. See you at the spring game, hopefully. Yeah. Fingers Stay crossed. home, JTT. <laughs> we want the best for you, literally. <laughs> like, we do. We want you to get paid like Joe does. We want you to get paid better than Joe does based on draft. Yeah. Joe did. And I mean, going to based on draft position. Yeah. I mean, if you look at where Joe was, we've already touched on it, but where he was ranked as a recruit to where he was drafted, um, I mean, it's one thing to take top-end talent and get them drafted at the top, which is where they should be. It's an entirely other thing to take those guys that are middle of the road or, or on the bottom half of your roster and, and as far as rankings and stars go uh, and, and turn them into one of the 32 best players uh, in that year's class. So uh, just imagine what, what Ikaika and what Rip Rowan and, and what Jimmy Lake are going to do with a guy that's the number one overall player. Um, in the country, so yeah, JTT, somebody stay home. Got the, the, you've got, yeah, you've got, exactly. You've got the possibility of like based on his talent, should easily be a, a first round pick. 
but it's then you you take that and you build and you develop that talent and you can take somebody that's got high high round one potential right. and solidify them as a top five as a potential first overall pick that's the difference and that's the um yeah like it's you know that the floor doesn't you know and it's not you know and I, and I think that the other piece of it is it's it's the the discrepancy between a team that can take under the radar talent and make it a, and make it first round picks and teams that like say USC or UCLA take talent that should be round one or at worst round two right and go undrafted or end up in the fifth round right i mean well, it's like the Oregon fans that are hyped on Panay Sewell going in the first round. It's like he was the 57th overall player. I mean, yeah, you maybe outdid your, your ranking by a little bit, but I mean, come on, you're taking the 57th overall player to a first round pick, not the 773rd overall player. Yeah. It's a so slight it's elevation. Different. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's yeah. It's not finding someone out like, Another great example from our recent history, um, and not necessarily as a draft choice, but you know, in catching latching onto league as a recruit, would any anyone in the world have ever said that Nick Harris is going to be an NFL player? No, no, not at all. And is he an NFL player and a and probably a one that's going to have at least a solid three to five year career in the league? I mean, he got shouted out by Jarvis Landry, I think. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like that's I mean, the difference. Will Disley, two-star out of Bozeman, Montana. And that dude, RIP to his knees and that stuff. Please, but, I mean, get, he's... Get healthy, Uncle Will. Get healthy. Get, get healthy. <laughs> I mean, he's... Honestly, when he's healthy, he could be a top 10 tight end in the NFL. Absolutely. Um, but he, unfortunately, can't stay healthy. But still, even with that, he's still producing. And he's still... Um, what is this? I think it'll be his third... Fourth, third year, fourth year? I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's continuing his, his NFL career as a two-star and, and got developed uh, at UW. So, I mean, the more and more guys that start coming in here, there's always the debate, and we argue about it in the group chat all the time. Do stars matter? I mean, number one, yes, they do. Um, development matters. Stars matter. They can both matter. It um, it's not like the title of our podcast. Everything, everything matters. matters. Exactly. It, it's not mutually exclusive. I mean, we can have both. You can develop talent and take the top talent and get them to produce at the level they're supposed to. It doesn't have to be one or the other. So, right. I mean, you can if this is what we're doing. Talent, right. Right. Maximize the talent of it, the top level guys or a, or a five star. Like, right. It's, development and exactly you know is is the the upside of a five star always going to be that like you're not ever going to have a five star that oh my god they came out of nowhere and they're insanely good because there's a reason they're probably ranked you know in the high fours or a five star to begin with right but can you like they're not at their ceiling most of those guys they can't get better they can develop technique they can get faster stronger fix weaknesses and that's what this program does. There's a yeah. reason that the University of Washington has more kids and has more players in the NFL than any other Pac-12 program right now, and that's not going to change. Sorry, uh, zero fans, but uh, right, it's only the beginning. <laughs> you know, Absolutely, you know, this is a light year for us. 
Yeah, and I mean for for a, a team that needs momentum in the recruiting game, a hometown first rounder going into the weekend of your spring game is humongous. Bingo. I mean, last year we sat and sat and sat for someone to get picked, mm-hmm. um, which was unfortunate, but it is what it is. And now yep. we honestly. I thought Levi was going to go before Joe. If you asked me a month ago, I would have said sure. Joe's probably going second round. Levi maybe will sneak into the first. Uh, but now here we are with a, a homegrown mid to low three star that, that went in the first round. And this is something that I think you can really pump up to a lot of recruits. Um, and something that, again, going into the spring game, it's just a big weekend for us because tomorrow. Yep. It will probably be the day that we get uh, three guys drafted, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Saturday morning, we're going to be at Husky Stadium watching the spring game. So it's it's a it's huge a weekend to be a dog. momentum builder. Yeah, it's a great weekend to be a dog. So uh, I'm excited for it. Yeah. I, and, and to just briefly touch on what I was going to say is like, you know, we obviously we, we're going to have three or four guys that are going to go. We hope the you know most of the guys go tomorrow. Um, I hope Josiah gets picked on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, I want to see Josiah get um, picked on Saturday too. I I really want to see that, but we're just getting started. If you look, you know, like a, a peek behind the curtain to next year. Um, I'm sorry, but well, I'm not sorry. Uh, Kate Otten is tight end one, <laughs> right? The 2022 draft. Uh, Trent, Trent McDuffie, McDuffie is absolutely in the conversation for CB one. Um, I think it's going to be a, a, for lack of a better term, if, or forgive the, the pun, but a dogfight between he and Stingley. Um, but yeah. you can't tell me that that guy's not one of the best cover corners in the country, if not the best cover corner in the country, yeah. period. And like, yeah, he doesn't have the stats to shout out again to, to TTDS fans about like, oh, well, here's statistically, here's how Mikhail writes better. And I'm like, yeah, because they're throwing to Mikhail's side. Their teams right. are coming in, looking at Trent and saying, no, I'm nah. good. I'm I'm not gonna test that. Like that's why like Sherman, like he'd have crazy pick numbers because he had great hands and like the times that he'd tested, he had a, an incredible ratio of you know the passes defense. But like teams were not throwing to Sherman's side in his prime. Like that's what teams are doing against McDuffie. Um, right guys on the OL that are you know going to be probably anywhere from round three to you know later in the draft picks. Um, right. More guys. Yeah. Yeah, it's just getting started. I mean, if Zion didn't get injured, he would have gone. Yeah, not, yeah we would have um, been very easily looking at at like pass rusher one, tight end one, and and CB one. Yeah, and I think there's a chance that Kyler Gordon will go based on pure athleticism. Um, I would think. I mean, we haven't seen him play this year, obviously, so I don't know how well his his development is going. Um, I would like to see him stay another year just to get a little bit more experience, get a little bit more comfortable mm-hmm. playing a true outside corner. Um, mm-hmm. But he could go based off of purely the athleticism um, because that dude is yeah. a physical freak that I haven't seen in person in a long time. Yeah. Um, but Bookie could have a year where he comes in, takes yeah. it up and goes, yeah. goes round one, round two easy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, we're going to have probably three, Three go, four go, maybe the rest of this mm-hmm. draft, but I think we'll easily have that many, maybe more next year and the following year. Um, yeah, the following year is where it's going to The following year is where it's going to go crazy. Um, but I mean, even then, we're talking about having 
tight end one and potentially cornerback one. And, um, but I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're still, we're, we're still, uh, the, the after effects of our, our maximum do goth last week are still yeah, <laughs> wearing exactly. off a little bit, but, um, Jake up anything else or can we call it good? Uh, I think we're, we're pretty much good. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll have this ready. Uh, thanks for listening. This uh, Friday morning is when this uh, should be available. We will be back either later this weekend or sometime early next week uh, with a full recap of uh, where our new pro dogs have landed, uh, as well as a, um, takeaways from the spring game and spring ball as a whole. Um, also in the works is we will revisit the basketball topic across both the, the hires and recruits coming in and transferring into men's basketball, yeah. a full, full coverage and with Leah on coach Langley and the exceptional staff that she has put together on the women's side, uh, as well as we will, um, hope to have a, a return appearance from Coker to talk about softball as we enter the pro season, uh, and much more to come. Thanks and go dogs. Go dogs.